This is the Context Podcast, sponsored by Geist Interactive. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. FileMaker 19 is here and ready to support your intelligence needs for the open platform is FM Perception 19. In this latest update, Dave Ramsey, the creator of FM Perception, adds features to the dev tool that will really help your development as you start to work at FileMaker Pro 19. He tells us those new features as I chat with him today. We also talk about bugs or changes that he's made from the community members' feedback. It's neat to hear Dave hears those and makes those changes. As we draw to a close, Dave has a great suggestion that we all do something with our custom apps in FileMaker 19 before we start working on them. What is it, you ask? You'll have to listen to find out. Hey, Dave Ramsey, welcome to the Context Podcast again. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, it's good to talk with you again. I know you've uh, been heads down um, on your computer, standing there at your desk, probably <laughs> night and day, uh, trying to get ready for uh, trying to get FM Perception 19 out uh, the door. Is that right? Release dates are always fun. Yeah. Uh, just I'm just generally does it does it take a lot of work to update FM Perception for a new release? Generally not. Um, the changes that are introduced in each version of FileMaker are usually not that huge as far as the impact on the DDR is concerned. And one of the things that I designed FM Perception for was flexibility. So instead of having to redesign a layout every time a new property gets added, I can just add a column or add a row in the sidebar and now we've got display for it. Hmm. All right. So it was easy to do. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see how you uh, react to multiple releases each year. Um, you know, as I understand, they're just going to package up a set of features and <laughs> ship them out the door. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, it, I may end up doing this a couple times a year rather than just one, but uh-huh. that's fine. Well, let's talk about uh, FM Perception 19. Um, obviously, it's a new release with the new version of FileMaker, and it's always worth spending some time talking about. But to me, this this one, it's worth talking about it specifically because changes brought about in FileMaker 19 um, could end up biting developers if they're not if they're not using FM perception to to find <laughs> those things that changed and and fix them, um, does this happen? Uh, you know, in your time with FM perception, are, are there a lot of functions that change things that would break in the next version? There's you... very often something. Okay, I mean it, it's the, when the functionality of a single standard function changes. It's only going to affect people who are using that function. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times those are maybe less common than other times. Uh, 19 has at least one change that's going to hit a lot of developers. Mm-hmm. So but th- that has the potential to hit a lot of developers. And we... We have a blog post out um, now or shortly after this has been released that um, describes it in detail and just walks through the process. But uh, we're going to and we'll talk about it here, of course. But uh, let's let's just start at the top. Um, what What's new in, F, in FM Perception 19? So 
at the top level, we're looking at the new script steps and the new standard functions. Um, that's the big core of it. There's a couple other things that I'll get to in a minute, but it's really when you're dealing with those standard functions that you that you start running into a problem. That's where I've added a column to the standard functions query that flags that the functionality of this function has changed in 19. And so you can open a DDR for your mm -hmm. system and go to the standard functions query and find that column. It's called uh, functionality change. Sort by that and any functions where the functionality has changed pop right to the top. And you can then walk through those take a look at how the functionality has changed in 19 and then see if that's going to have any impact on your system. So let's just get right down to it. The, uh, the, uh, the function get application version has changed. Right. That's one of, that's one of them that has changed. Yeah. So as if I go into my, let's say I have created a system in 18, file maker 18, and I, I use that to detect if I'm on the client versus server or go mm -hmm. walk me through what I should do um, really before I start using this, this system in 19. Well, so the first thing is FM perception 19 will work on a DDR generated by FileMaker 18. Okay. So you can run this check before oh. you actually do your conversion or launch the system on the new, FileMaker at all. Okay. So start with generating a DDR from FileMaker 18 and open it in FM Perception 19. Somewhere near the top of that standard function list, once you've sorted by the functionality change column, will be get application version. And if you double click on that, you will see a list of every reference to that function that FM Perception can locate. And the big change has to do with FileMaker Pro no longer says, or no longer will return the word advanced. Mm -hmm. So even if advanced functionality is turned on, it's just FileMaker Pro. Unfortunately, there's a lot of different ways that developers can write calculations that could use Get Application version. So I can't tell you exactly what to look for. The first thing to check is to see if advanced is used anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like if you've got the string advanced in double quotes, Anywhere in any of those calculations, it's probably not going to function the way you want it to. Mm -hmm. So find those, figure out how those need to change in preparation for 19, potentially looking at version numbers if you need to. So you can say, well, if it's in 18, then you can look for advanced. If it's in 19, no, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So uh, there are not... You know, there are a lot of uses of get application version. There are not as many that specifically target does the word advanced appear here, but you want to make sure that you check them all. We, I, I uh, Dave Graham and Todd has said that, yeah, it's, we use that and we're looking for the word advanced in a lot of our um, systems. So we are definitely going to uh, roll with uh, FM perception 19 to uh, find those those versions, uh, find those functions and yeah. update the, the, uh, the, the string that we're looking for. Right. Yeah. Um, 
the more complicated one to look for is kind of negation. So if you said does not equal FileMaker Pro and FileMaker Go and whatever oh. RevDirect shows up as, I can't recall off the top of my oh, head, you could be left with a place where the calculation doesn't say advanced, mm-hmm. but infers advanced. Right, okay. So you really want to take a look at all of them. The simple calculations are going to be easy to confirm. It's the complex calculations that could do all sorts of funny things, and you want to make sure that you're getting them all. That's a that's a really good point. So your advice to people is run a DDR from FileMaker 18, open it up in FM Perception 19, check that function to see if that's used anywhere in your system. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to need to take a look at the actual logic that you built in there. It could be, like you said, if you're looking for the word advanced, pattern count advanced. Looking for advanced by excluding all of the other ones, that's another piece of logic you're going to have to change. That's what we should all be doing right now. Right. Everybody do it right now is, <laughs> is well, ch- check that function to see if it's used. The only thing I would say about, yeah, ch- check it right now. Um, okay. So that, that's really key. And, and, and a good point to remember is we are all FileMaker developers and we're all humans. We may have forgotten that we're using that in our system. And that's the point of FM perception, right? Is to, it's not only real-time developer intelligence, but it's real-time reminding you developer (laughs) reminder or something like that. It reminds you of what you did previously. So This is a good recommendation. So we're going to pause for 10 minutes while everybody go and run back to their, their desk from the walk with their dogs or their drive and uh, take, take a look at this. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure that people didn't look at this and say, okay, let me look at get application version. I'll look at all the instances and then I'll run a filter for the word advanced. Yes. And if it's not there, then we're fine. And I'm just saying it's possible to write a calculation that doesn't have the word advanced written in it, that nonetheless is expecting that in certain cases the word advanced might appear. That's so. a great fine uh, point in this whole thing. Okay. Are there any other functions that have changed their um, return, their results in 19? Yeah, so there's a couple. The get high contrast color which always returned blank on Mac. It was a Windows only function has been changed to get system appearance. And so get high contrast color continues to function the same on Windows, but now on Mac will indicate whether you're running in dark mode or not. Okay. And so if by some chance you were using get high contrast color and expecting that it would turn up blank on a Mac it will no longer turn up blank. It will always have, I believe, aqua or dark aqua as the return result on a Mac side. So not necessarily a breaking change, but something to watch for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a change to the year name function, which is one of the Japanese functions. And I haven't delved into this one heavily, but it has to do with shifting from a notation of AD to CE, mm-hmm. so Anno Domini to Common Era. And so if you're working with those kinds of functions, particularly for Japanese developers, definitely one to take a look at. And then there are four functions in the cryptographic section 
that had one of their parameters is no longer available. So crypt auth code, crypt digest, crypt generate signature, and crypt verify signature no longer allow a, a cryptographic algorithm of SHA because SHA-0 is no longer allowed. So if you're using, you know, if you passed it SHA as a string, as that parameter, FileMaker 19 will now return just a question mark. It's an invalid calculation. And so that's another one where you kind of just dig in. If you've spent a lot of time writing those, you may even already know whether you're using that algorithm. I'm not 100% sure why they stopped allowing it, probably because it's really old and relatively unsecure, and I don't know if anybody's really using it anymore. But on the off chance that you've got code out there that does it, you would need to move to one of the other algorithms. Okay, so those are the, the changes. And uh, definitely the first one that we talked about is, is you know, is higher probability of being used, um, you know, yeah. why it's widely used. So people need to pay attention to that. The other ones are a little bit less common. Mm-hmm. I totally got lost when you started describing the crypto functions because I never knew <laughs> and I, I wouldn't know what changed between 18 and 19 anyway. So, <laughs> um, but they're, but they're important and you should, our listeners, people should run their DDR as we suggested, as we recommended and check to see if those standard functions are used in your system anywhere, mm-hmm. whether you did it or somebody else did it. So yeah, we need to, need to be confirmed that. Um, and again, the standard functions not only point out where in scripts that they're used, but also any calculation engine, any calculation dialogue in the entire system, right? Hide, I know hide yeah. calculations are, that's probably where people are going to use the uh, get application version a lot. Yeah. Um, script, uh, right? yeah. Uh, conditional formatting, yep. um, the calculations that control whether a menu option appears, all of those different places. I mean, any place that you can tag in, you know, uh, if there's a condition on whether a record is editable by this particular privilege set, mm-hmm. and it okay. includes this function, FM Perception will find it. The only ones that it won't catch oh. is things where you used indirection. So if you wrote this as a string inside an evaluate function, FM perception can't find it, okay. at least as a standard function reference. You could, that would also be a, another decent piece of advice, is you might want to check for these function names in the freeform text search. So go into the text search area and see if you're using application version or system appearance or high contrast color uh-huh. and just run a search for those to make sure that you didn't do anything funny someplace. Now, these aren't necessarily really common candidates for wrapping in an evaluate, right? but it's possible. The other new function that was, or, well, it's a script step that was added. Um, and I want to talk about this a bit is the execute data. It's called execute FileMaker data API step. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. We have a blog post about it, which I'll link to. It's going to be, it's a major game changer in how we collect data, especially for JavaScript widgets and so forth. Oh yeah. Um, But there's actually, and it's, you know, as Todd points out, there's a lot of uh, great possibility for writing modular code here. 
um, because it's based off of names of fields rather than the ID or, you know, so are you, uh, this is another source of indirection, right? And, you know, what should we be watching out for here? Um, do you have any special flag for the execute data API script step? So yeah, it, uh, execute FileMaker data API can cause indirection. Um, it's it can talk to field unless you're properly wrapping field names and things like that. It can produce a query with hard coded field names, table occurrence names, things like that, and mm-hmm. um, you can get yourself into trouble there. So that's that's another one that people because again the layouts the fields you you have to specify layouts you have to specify fields in there so fm perception nineteen has that new script step as an indirection source for you to check right it's too bad I I know there's no way but it's just too bad that you know you can't actually tell me which layouts I used in that step and link it back to the layout in fm perception. <sighs> Yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, I-, I considered going in and trying to figure out how to parse those calculations, but there's mm-hmm. too many different ways in FileMaker to build the text that gets handed to that query. And yeah. so in some cases, it might not even come from schema level information. It might actually be stored in a field, mm-hmm. in which case the DDR doesn't have access to it at all. You just say, run the query out of this field. And it would, FileMaker will happily run it, but that's not going to help us figure out what's being talked to. Yeah. And the the execute data API script step does return an error if the layout doesn't exist anymore. Um, so you would have to capture for that. And that, that just makes sense, right? Anytime yeah. you're, you're connecting to a request, an API, you want to check your response um, code before you uh, proceed. So... Yeah. All right. So uh, we've we've gone through the new uh, the new. Are there any new things? Are there any new features added to FM Perception that we haven't talked about yet? Sure. I want to I want to talk about these changes that you point out in your mm-hmm. uh, notes for specifically. But what other features have we missed so far? Um, the two big ones are um, scripts now have a display column for that Siri availability. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you say this script is available for Siri shortcuts, you can set it in FileMaker and that is carried through to the DDR. Okay. Um, however, there is a bug in FileMaker. Oh, nice. That um, I've reported, but it got reported late. I don't know if anybody else has reported it. Um, and I won't know for sure until the actual software releases as to whether it made it into the final version but we lost the indication of whether a script is included in the scripts dropdown menu. So there's a checkbox for that, whether it should be included visible in the dropdown. Well, that piece of data disappeared from the DDR. If you find that that's not reflecting properly in FM perception, when you export a DDR from 19, that's the FileMaker side. Um, the other one that got added there is there's a, in 18, they added the ability to define a privilege set that could manage accounts. But in 18, we didn't get an indicator in the DDR that it's there. The indicator is now in 19. So there's an extra column for displaying that when you're looking at a list of privilege sets. 
as to which of these privilege sets can manage accounts. So that's cool. Yeah, and then a couple of changes that got made based upon recent bug reports. Um, uh, John Howell hopped in on the FM Perception office hours a couple weeks ago. And we basically spent an hour and a half talking about top call stats analysis and how to kind of power use it and how to get information out of it. And during the process of that, found out that in the Windows code for FM Perception, uh, two of the data columns got transposed. So for all intents and purposes, my import was mismapped. And so um, got those swapped back. So I was grateful to him for bringing that to my attention. And then uh, Big Tom found a crasher in Top Call Stats when uh, looking at Top Call Stats by FileMaker element. There was a weird threading issue there on the Mac side where in an attempt to make it go really fast, I made it crash really fast. So that got reworked a little bit and that now seems to be happy. That's been tested in the field by the people who are having the problem with it. So, yay. Um, I always love when people bring stuff up. Yeah. Um, the best ways to do that are either through a support request, support at geistinteractive.com, or come to the office hours uh, every yeah. Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. Pacific. Um we uh, hang out for an hour or so and talk about all things FM perception. Um, sometimes it's beginner demos and and people coming new to the platform, and other times it's really obscure, how do I optimize this particular process or work through this particular task? And sometimes we're just sharing fun tips and tricks. I... Um... Yeah, that's. Do uh, you think you're ever going to run out of stuff to talk about in office hours? No, as long okay. as people keep showing up, we'll always find something to talk about. Very nice. Um, I wanted to ask you about add-ons. Mm -hmm. So, add-ons are big part of FileMaker 19. Um, we are super excited about them, and we have written about them as well. Um, Todd is just over the moon with these add-ons. <laughs> They've actually been around since FileMaker 18, but we didn't ever had a chance to make them. So um, can, can FM Perception help me uh, with the add-ons in any way? Help me understand the add-ons that were ingested in? Anything about that? So unfortunately, so far the answer is not yet. Um, the DDR has basically no explicit indications of add-on use. Okay. There's there's no notations in there. So when you apply an add-on and that adds a portal and a couple of tables, once they're added, they're just FileMaker objects as far as the DDR is concerned. Mm -hmm. um, I wish there was more. I wish I could tell you about what add-ons were in there and connect those with the things that were, act, you know, where they are on layouts and exactly which scripts were impacted. But the information is not there in the DDR to do that. There's a little bit of information in the new XML. So if you use that save a copy as XML function, there's a little bit of information there, but it's not much. Effectively, the GUIDs 
that are defined in the add-on on each of the elements survive the translation to being embedded in your system. Mm-hmm. And so because those make the trip, the new XML format has that data. The problem is FM Perception doesn't use that file yet um, because it's going to require a substantive redevelopment of FM Perception to get anywhere with that. Hmm. So until either the DDR gets that information or we redo FM Perception to work with the new XML, I'm not going to be able to tell you about those. I hope to have more in future versions. Yeah, and I mean, I, I get that. There's still a lot of questions and uh, implementation details about about add-ons that <clears throat> we are grappling with, and I know the community is is as well. We're excited about it, but there's just like, I mean, how are we going to update these? How are we going to uninstall mm-hmm. them safely? How are we going to do this or that? So I know that these are not done, that they are actively working to update them and make them better and, and figure out a process for them. But, um, for now, you know, you know, until you have 75 add-ons in there, it's probably <laughs> going to be, it's going to be reasonable for you to look your own self in your file and see what's in there. So, yeah. well, there's, and, and that's also a spot where you could do some tagging. So yeah. since we haven't added any add-ons to our systems yet, let's do that. And so, make a little text object on your layout that sits off the page to the right that just says add-on colon and the add-on name. Hmm. And that then becomes something that you can search for in FM Perception. Interesting. Um, the add-ons get added in folders, add-on scripts. can be added in folders. Well, let's go through and adjust those names of those folders a little bit because that won't hurt any connections. And so we add a little add-on prefix to that. And that gives you something where you can um, run a search in FM Perception to bring those things up and surface them there. Just a little bit of tagging in a non-destructive way should make that a lot easier to get that information. Yeah, that's a, that's really good. And an and add-on developer herself could tag something in there because you you do have to group yeah you have to group objects together as a a part of the add-on creation Mm -hmm. um one of them could be hidden but it could be um an object and it could have the name of it you know it's hidden Mm -hmm. in browse mode and it it has the name of the add-ons so that's an interesting idea that maybe we could you know maybe champion uh as far as allowing FM perception to find those and know which add-ons are installed. Um, but again, you're right. Anybody could do it after they've already installed sure. uh, a particular add-on. Um, and, and yeah, you're, you're totally right. That with the new technology, we've got to work on some standards for creation of add-ons so that it's kind of documented somewhere in the add-on as to... Right who made this thing in a way that survives the translation into FileMaker? Who made this? Who do you contact for assistance and things like that? So that when you have 10 add-ons, you don't have to go hunting around to find what the source for this particular add-on was and what elements it brought in and documenting that stuff. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, uh, good. Well, um, there we go. So FM Perception 19 is out now. Uh, is there anything else we missed about that we want to get recorded in this podcast for posterity? Um, I've just got a small conceptual thing. Um, you know, I love we, concepts. Yeah, we, we primarily talked about Execute FileMaker Data API um, I know you guys are going to be talking a ton about the perform JavaScript in web viewer and the kinds of nah. capabilities that that <laughs> and its parent or it's a sibling JavaScript function mm-hmm. adds. But I think in combination, all of these things, particularly these new script steps, I really think FileMaker 19 is a developer release rather than necessarily a user release. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by this is the really cool stuff about 19 isn't in 19. It's what we're <laughs> going to do with it once we've got 19. Like sometimes the, the awesome thing is just right there waiting for you. And I think that the value of 19 is going to be 10 times greater in six months as yeah. the developers get in and really start working with this stuff and building add-ons and, um, you know, you can do an add-on that then includes a machine learning model that then allows you to do the machine learning analysis all kind of built in. It, it's not just each of these individual features, but then the way they interact. So being able to tie a machine learning model into a JavaScript thing in a web viewer that's all added via an add-on that gathers data using the FileMaker Data API script step. Yeah, Those aren't kind of single step things, but we're going to be able to make single step things out of them. And so um, if you just kind of do a cursory glance, you might go, oh, okay, that's interesting. No, there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Mm-hmm. It's just not immediately obvious at a, at a glance how cool all of this is and then how much more powerful it becomes in its interaction. So that's, yeah, we, we definitely see that. And we know that, you know, the power this in this release is given to, you know, anybody who wants to learn JavaScript can do it. Anybody who wants to use the execute the API script step can do it create add-ons that's great but those of you those people who don't take the time to learn those will benefit from Mm -hmm. those that have learned it right and as i i said in a previous episode with todd the even if you have never touched the um perform javascript in the web viewer uh script step the add-on that you bring in needs it so you need filemaker 19 um so this it's just there's so much there's so much in here. I, I like what you're, you're saying here, and it, it completely jives with what we've been talking about um, uh, here in in our episodes. So I'm glad you see that too, and I'm excited. We're excited for what's what's happening, and um, I'm I'm especially excited to see uh, just what do these more frequent releases mm-hmm. mean for for us and for you. I, I assume you're just, you know, you're just going to be working on FM perception nonstop because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I need a little bit of time somewhere in there to work on FM comparison. Oh, so that's right. I, yeah. How's I can't that going? All of it. Uh, it's going really <laughs> well. Um, it's taking way longer than I anticipated, 
Okay. Um, unfortunately, diffing XML is a painfully complicated task. And it's just as hard making the logic as it is to make an interface that will allow you to absorb the changes that you've made. Um, but to a certain degree, I think of FM comparison, even though it's an independent app, is it's really just a feature for FM perception. Hmm. Is if you are an FM perception user with up-to-date support, you're going to get FM comparison. Mm-hmm. So I am working on FM perception. It's just in a completely separate code base. So yeah, kind of a feature. Uh, is there anything else we missed? So there's one extra feature in... FileMaker 19 that everybody should pay a little bit of attention to. And that is the fact that in that V2 XML, we now get unique UUIDs for basically every object in your FileMaker database. And that's going to give us the ability to do some really cool stuff in the future. Along with this, they added in the um, a... So along with this, they added in a modification count, a modification username, a modification account name, and a modification timestamp for every single object in your database. That's awesome. And we're (laughs) going to want to use that data later. But the trick is that it doesn't seem to really track this information until it generates these UUIDs. And it starts doing that when you, under the tools menu, say, save a copy as XML. Save a copy as XML will populate those UUIDs and populates that modification timestamp for every single object with the moment that you exported that XML. So I can't give you information. I'll never be able to give you information about when something changed before 19. But there's some really cool stuff that we'll be able to do in the future if you start that information as early as humanly possible. So the first time you open your systems in 19, spit that out, and it kind of starts the clock running on modification of all of your items. Um, And it's I, I don't have a tool that can do anything with that right now. I don't think anybody else does. But we're going to. Okay. So... Start the clock now. Just the first time you open in 19, save a copy as XML, take that XML file and throw it in the trash. We don't care. We just wanted to mark all of your items as last modified at that particular moment. And then we'll be able to track from there. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you, Dave. We'll be sure and uh, get this out uh, as soon as possible for people to hear. It's it's vital that um, people use the uh, FM Perception 19 to make sure none of their code breaks with these uh, function changes. Um, I actually find it interesting. I, 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 you would know better than anybody else, but, um, or than most, especially me, Um, you know, how often functions change and, you know, is it, is it how, how, how often do, could they potentially break code? Um, that might be an interesting little histor- historical lesson is to look back at the various function changes over the years. But um, 
it's not much because people would just go bonkers if <laughs> functions just willy nilly changed, right? Yeah, I mean, well, there's there's a little bit of changed function in almost every version oh. of FileMaker. You know, a little bit here or there. Let's see, in eighteen, get last external error detail. That's right. Now returns information when plugins don't install or load. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but uh, you know, with script steps, last time I think was when we got the the ability to change layout in a open window mm -hmm. script okay. step. Mm -hmm. and, and the related, you know, uh, go to related record could also do a go to layout and things like that. No, could do an open window on the new layout. Anyway. Um, so it happens more frequently than I am in expecting, uh, yes. or I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've written some of the blog posts warning people about <laughs> keeping an eye out for this stuff. You just, you've got a head full of 19 right now and, and you're not <laughs> thinking about two years yep. ago. Right, right. That's that's true. Well, great. Well, uh, Dave, I appreciate your time. This is good. Um, we'll be sure and get that out there. And everybody should uh, download the trial of FM Perception. It's a 14-day trial. And uh, try out FM Perception and especially check out those change functions. So, all right. Thanks, Dave. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me. And that brings us to the end of another episode of The Context Podcast. Thanks to Dave Ramsey for sitting in and chatting with me today about FM Perception 19. Just as we said, use FM Perception right now to make sure that your system's scripts or conditional logic won't break due to the function behavior change. If you would be so inclined, please rate and review The Context Podcast on your podcast app. We really appreciate the feedback. And reach out at info at geistinteractive.com for questions and thoughts you have about today's episode and the podcast in general. Until next week, remember, the Context Podcast is king.